Welcome back for another Title IX podcast from Merida College. I'm your host, Tom Perry, and today we are pleased to be speaking with two veteran women's basketball players who, in two weeks, will lead the Pioneers in the season opener against Washington and Jefferson at Ban Johnson Arena. Expectations are high for the women's team as they picked up 22 victories last year, which included the program's first win in an NCAA tournament game. Joining me to talk about the upcoming season, as well as the 50th anniversary of Title IX, is senior guard Haley Ross and senior forward Camille Cummins. Haley and Camille, thank you for being a part of today's podcast. Yeah, thank you for having us. Yeah, we're really excited to be here. It's a cool opportunity. All right. Well, we're going to get right into it. Let's start with this season, but you're getting ready. I mean, you're in practices now and those kind of things. And I'm going to say the roster is loaded with talented players. You guys have to be pretty excited about that. And I'm sure expectations are sky high as you guys are talking and and, and meeting as a team. So let me know. Uh, uh, Haley, we'll start with you. How are things shaping up as you, you know, as this season's getting ready to start here in two weeks? Yeah, you know, I mean, we always have a really intense preseason. We have about like five or so physical challenges that we have to do Um, and just, you know, has everything to do with what we do over the summer in preparation. And I think that really sets um, the standard for our season and how we want things to go. Um, You know, Coach Viv, he always wants us to give everything that we have and I think that we're doing a good job of setting that standard on the first day of practice as well. Camille same thing just I mean how do, how do things look for you from your perspective? Yeah I think there's a lot more hype around our season this year than there have been in previous years um, and so I think the team is a lot has been a lot more focused this summer and especially in this preseason um, just because we know the talent that we have uh, and just the effort that needs to be put forth to stay at this level that we've achieved. Well, I'm going to I'm going to go off of script just a little bit here and Camille, stay with you on this and just look back at last season one more time. I mean, when you think back to last season, just how much fun was it? How, you know, just all the accomplishments you guys were able to 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 reach. Can you just talk about that real quick? Yeah. um, Early on in the season, we knew we had a tough uh, out of conference schedule with some good teams uh, and we were fortunate enough to play well in those games and capitalize on them. And I think that's what was able to just propel us into our OAC regular season. Um, And then just obviously a little hiccup, uh, losing to Mount in the playoffs. And then, you know, we didn't really think we were going to make the tournament at all. Um, And then, you know, by the grace of God, we were able to make the tournament and then win a game, which is unheard of in our history and was just something that was, you know, so cool to be a part of. So, Haley, I'm going to ask a little bit different question obviously one of the things I think if you watched a game last year uh, with this team it was team chemistry was so important Um, can you talk about the importance of that and how much of that team chemistry is carried over to this year when you're you're, that you're seeing in practices yeah um, so we've always been very close off the court um, and I think last year we were able to get even more comfortable to the point where we really vibed more on the court than we ever have Um, And I think a lot of that um, comes from just our willingness to give energy on the bench. Um, I think anyone would say that our bench is amazing. We um, have all sorts of fun celebrations and stuff like that. And just knowing that we can trust each other off the court is so important in how we're playing on the court. Um, what was the second part of the question? I mean, it really is just the, you know, how that chemistry is translating to this Mm. year and, you know, how you feel it's looking going into the season yeah I mean day one of practice was probably I would think most of my teammates would agree one of the most fun practices we've ever had um 
we weren't not focused, but we were able to have so much fun while being locked in. And I think a lot of that has to do with um, our trust in each other um, and just how we're able to hype each other up on and off the court. So it was just a really fun day. Camille, from from your perspective, um, you know, that uh, uh, you, you talked about all the things that you did last year. So expectations are elevated. You're, you're sensing that again, you're having fun, but expectations are elevated. How, how are you guys responding to that? Knowing that you're not going to surprise anybody. You're not going to sneak up on anybody. Yeah. Um, coach talks a lot about how, uh, every time we play a team, they give us their best game and everybody wants to beat us. Um, and I definitely think there's a lot of pressure. Um, but I kind of like the pressure. I think it's fun to be challenged. And I think it's fun that everybody's trying to give you their best game and, work their hardest against you um so I'm just hoping and I think from our practices thus far that we're taking it as a challenge um we've worked so hard to demand this respect in the OAC that I think now it's just a matter of keeping it and exceeding it um and I think exceeding it is playing well in the postseason okay I'm going to stay with you on this next question because uh it it sort of plays off that so it's going to be a battle for the top spot in the OAC this year you you know that's going to happen so uh, what is what is it about those top three or four teams in the conference that just makes winning it all so difficult? You, the OAC is so it's so competitive that you never know what game you're going to get from someone. Um, even the lower teams, we will get our best games from. Um, the the level of competition, like I said, is just so high that you constantly have to be on your A game, and that's not how it is in any other conference. Um, and so it's just a matter of making sure that you're on your A game and you're prepared and ready to go every single game that I think gets hard in such a long season for good teams. And good teams are great all the time. So those top teams are those teams that are performing in all their games, are ready for all their games, whereas the teams that aren't necessarily the best are the ones that are not uh, on their A game all the time because you never know who's going to like make a game against you in the OAC. So this question, Haley, is for you because I, I just think you're going to give me the most honest answer. When we talked about chemistry, we talked about, the, you know, the, the grind of a basketball season. You know, you, you don't get fall break. You don't get a Thanksgiving break like everybody else. You don't get a winter break like everybody else. And then if you're winning, you don't necessarily get a spring break like mm-hmm. everybody else. Um, so it takes personalities on a team to make the season kind of – um, not feel as long as it can be. And it seems like this team has some really cool personalities on it. So I, you know, I talked about the top three or four teams. Who are the top three or four personalities on this team? Who's the ones that make you guys laugh the most? Oh, wow. And you have to say Kelly Levering at some point. Yeah, so Kelly's definitely up there. Um, honestly, someone that you wouldn't expect um, with how last year went would be Allie Grake. Uh, we all call her Cheeks. It's a little inside joke. She's got... A great personality. She can make anyone laugh. Um, you know, Kelly Levering always makes everyone laugh. And then right here, Camille Cummins, she's got personality. Um, I don't know if you remember our mic'd up a few years ago. So those are always really funny. Shout out to our manager as well, Bailey Cox. She always knows how to get anyone to laugh. So we've got people surrounded, um, whether or not they're on the team, they're just, they're contributing in some way to our team chemistry. Well, Camille, you sort of gave a fist pump when she said your name. So (laughs) you're proud to be on that list. What is, why do you embrace that role? Um, sometimes I think college athletics is seen as more of a job 
than like something that you get to do. So I just think a lot of what I bring is the fun of basketball and having fun with my teammates and just not making it so serious all the time. Um, I'm not the most serious person in the world and I like having a good time and I think sometimes that's just something that's important to focus on a little bit within basketball. Okay. Stay with you. And I, I, again, I know the season as it started, it's still early in those things, but I have to imagine you guys have talked a little bit about um, your goals, your expectations, those kind of things. Can you give us a little insight into what you think are realistic uh, uh, expectations for the season? Yeah, yeah. Um, we have a lot of talent. Uh, really, the goal this year is to win the OAC. Uh, you know, that's always the goal. Um, I think we definitely have the the pure talent and the people to do it this year. Um, so obviously that, and then gets the NCAA tournament again. That was uh, one of the coolest experiences of my life, probably something I'll never forget. And, you know, selfishly, I want to do it again. All right. Well, we're going to talk about Title IX a little bit now. I mean, that's one of the things that, uh, why we started these podcasts to sort of, you know, I've been fortunate to talk to um, um, women who were here in the 70s, you know, to, to obviously, you know, our current athletes and, uh, you know, the experiences are different. So, Haley, I'll start with you. You know, first, uh, before this year, um, had you even heard of Title IX? Did you even think about Title IX? Did you, you know, uh, you know, or its impact on women's athletics? You know, what, what had, you know, yeah. when it came to Title IX, what were your thoughts on it? Yeah, so before college, I'm not sure I'd ever heard of it. Um, and, you know, as a senior now, so before this year, I had three compliance and Title IX meetings. So we talk about the basics of what it is and all that stuff. You don't really think twice about it, but with it being the 50th anniversary, um, we went to that one showing. Do you remember what that was called? One of those documentaries. But we went to it, um, and we watched it, and I honestly found it so fascinating um, listening to these women and how they started this journey for all of us. I never really thought about what prior female athletes have had to go through, um, even though I should have. So it really widened my knowledge on that. So Camille, I'll, I'll spin it just a little bit differently. Um, as Haley just said, you know, you realize these, I, I've been calling them, these women were pioneers at the beginning of, of um, even before Title IX. Some of the women I've talked to was, um, Title IX didn't exist, but they still wanted athletics. They they organized their own teams. They would call Muskingum and say, hey, we'll drive up there and play you guys in something. I mean, it was really <laughs> grassroots. Have you thought, I mean, have you really had an opportunity to appreciate how far it has come from those early days of riding in vans and getting hand-me-down uniforms and, you know, begging for gym time to where now, you know, I mean, from my perspective, you can tell me differently, you guys have a lot of the benefits that they didn't have. Have you just given it thought to, like, how far it's come and how, how it's benefited you and your teammates? Yeah, I think, like Kaylee had said, I think once we watched that documentary, it kind of put things in perspective for me a little bit of, like, how good we really have it. Um prior to that like even in high school I didn't really think about those things it was just like okay I'm going to basketball practice I get to go to basketball practice I never thought you know my you know people before me didn't have this opportunity um so I think going to that watching that documentary and putting things in perspective I really learned to appreciate all the stuff that I do get and the opportunities that we do have that you know others did not so 
And for both of you, you talked about, you know, obviously I knew they were doing this sort of video series where they've been showing you things to kind of educate uh, and give you some of the history. But is there things that you've talked about? I mean, has your, have your coaches talked about, teammates talked about, like, just to make sure you understand? I know we did stuff at homecoming, recognizing Title IX and things like I'm just curious. Are you, are you sensing that things are happening and being discussed around this anniversary? Yeah. Um, yeah, I've seen all of this stuff on social media and, and kept up with a couple with one of the podcasts. Um, so I definitely think it's been nice for me just to see the awareness of it and then just learn a little bit more, I think, too, because I think prior to school, I knew about it in high school, but I was a little, you know, uh, I didn't know a lot about it. And I think as a woman in sports, you should know a lot about you should know enough about Title IX um, and then just, you know, have some knowledge on it just because it does affect us and it did affect people before us. And I think that that's something that, you know, you should kind of know where you came from or, you know, what happened before. Yeah. Um, it's obviously being talked about so much more with the anniversary, but I guess I kind of implore it to be talked about every single year rather than just on the anniversary. Um, and, you know, we have a great coach who, um, He's encouraging us to go to these documentaries and to learn more about it just because knowing how we got here is a really important way to learn from history and keep moving forward rather than staying exactly where we're at. Well, you mentioned the coach, so I'm going to ask you guys a question about him because it seems like that culture that he's created has made this program the fun but serious at the same time. And I will admit I've watched the TikTok videos where you guys talk <laughs> about whether it's uh, uh, suit Coach Viv or, or practice gear or whatever it is. Um, you know, can you give me any insight? Are we going to get some more of those? Are there some more fun things we're going to do invo involving Coach? Yeah, you know, I'm not the TikTok manager here. That's um, definitely Camille and Coach Jenna over there. Um, but we're always encouraging him to do something, you know. Sometimes I think that he wants to sit it out because he gets a little nervous. But um, he, he's the true star of our TikTok page. He should, he should make more appearances for sure. Yeah, we got we got a couple things in the work right now in the works right now. So uh, you know, I'll, I'll keep you posted on that one. But uh, there'll be some good content coming out here soon. So clearly, you make Camille, you make him more nervous than Haley does on a daily basis. <laughs> oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. All right. Well, one last question. Uh, you know, as we've talked about the progress that you guys both had mentioned over the first fifty years of Title IX, and I've ended every podcast with this question. I'm going to ask both of you the same thing. What do you see as progress or success over the next 50 years? If it's, if it's your daughters or your granddaughters or whatever you want to say, what would, you, what would you think would be another sign of success that Title IX is doing its job? I would just say, like, the same, the same amount of, like, the play, placing the same importance on men's sports as women's sports. Because I think sometimes it gets lost, um... I don't know. I just would want my daughter to have, you know, the same experiences and better. Um, you know, you always want better for your kids. And, you know, I always think that there's room to grow. And I just hope that that growth is positive and that, um, you know, it's better, I guess. I guess for me, it would just be knowing, you know, that in the future, my daughter can do whatever it is that she wants and she can be included in whatever sport that she would like to play um, and be recognized for that. Um, yeah. All right. 
Well, thank you to everyone who took the time to listen to our podcast, and thank you to Haley and Camille for sharing their thoughts on Title IX as well as some insight into the upcoming season. If you are interested in supporting women's athletics at Marietta College, you are encouraged to make a gift at www.marietta.edu.